What we do here is go back, 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 back. Welcome, welcome to the Hustle Sold Separately, a weekly podcast dedicated to all of you amazing human beings who tune in every single week. Um, the numbers have been skyrocketing, so we have a lot of new listeners, and I'm so, so, so grateful for all my new listeners. Thank you for being here. I'm Matt Gottesman. It's nice to meet you. You can reach out to me at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and as all my original listeners will tell you, I do answer every single text, response, reply, DM that I possibly come across, uh, hopefully, <laughs> and timely. But I, I really appreciate you guys. And uh, for everybody that's been leaving ratings and reviews, please continue to just spread the word. I just, I appreciate you guys. And if you haven't, that's okay too. Just being here, I'm so grateful. Um, and if you haven't, please do so. So um, my newer listeners, just to give you an idea, you know, we, uh, we don't glamorize or glorify success here. I can't do that. And I say this on every episode, I can't give you uh, what success should look like for you. And when I started this podcast, it was the idea and still has remained that way, that that's got to be defined by you. We like to have conversations with people who are building something, whether it's their first venture, their fifth venture, their third life in this lifetime, whatever it might be. But they are willing to talk about themselves and what they're what they're learning about themselves in real time, you know, and what's happening and sharing a lot of their wisdom with all of you. Uh, so I truly, truly appreciate all of you guys. And uh, thank you again for, for being here. And I have another amazing episode today uh, with a very, very dear, close friend of mine. This is long overdue uh, to have her on, but I also think it's actually perfect timing, both uh, with the episode number of being 444. And she's got some really big things coming up. And I wanted to make sure that all of you guys hear about it. Uh, her name is Roxanne Safai. You guys have seen us do some content online. I have had, um, I posted a podcast that I did with her on hers in two parts on mine uh, several episodes back. And uh, I just, you know, now was the perfect time to have her on the show. She's a self-mastery and personal empowerment writer, speaker, and mentor. She's host of the Black Belt Beauty Radio Podcast. She's a badass. And she's become a very dear friend of mine. Um, who also uh, definitely gives me a kick in the ass when I, as a creator and a business person um, and just a human being, have human moments. So I'm very grateful for her. And we're going to be, um, before I get into her bio, we're going to be talking about architecting and embodying your future self. Um, this is something that she is, has been working on for a very long time. She also has an amazing course coming out on this. And um, we inevitably are connected to what like to our to our soul or to our knowing to our intuition we, we know how we want to move we know what we want to do we can feel it to play from that person takes um patience it takes grace it takes tuning into well what is who is the future version of you and um how are you playing with that person in mind and if that person in mind was to look back at you right now, are you behaving in a manner or understanding the feelings and the energies that come with behaving in a manner that is your future self? And what is the life that you want for yourself? These, when we, one last thing I'll just say about this is that when we are constantly thinking about um, where we'd like to head versus kind of where we're at, and I think a lot, it's very easy to get stuck at looking at like, well, here's where I am today, or here's where I've come from. 
you ain't going back. And where you at, where you're at currently is not where you're going if you don't want it to be. So you have a responsibility. You have to be accountable for your life, but you have to definitely take it into consideration as to what it is that you want and how it's connected to your, your path or your purpose. So as I mentioned, Roxanne is a self-mastery and personal empowerment writer, speaker, and mentor. She's founder and host of Black Belt, uh, Radio, Black Belt Beauty Radio podcast. You can um, find her at Roxy Look on Instagram, and that'll get you to all of her other, um, uh, other links, but you'll see that in the show notes. And, you know, her unique voice as a thought leader in the personal empowerment space inspires and leads women to boldly express their ultimate potential, to live from a capable mindset that is fortified through self-development, mindfulness, and integrative health practices. And she's got a very unwavering passion that, that empowers women around the world to continuously rise and thrive in their lives from the most authentic self. And she leads women to live a self-actualizing life through her philosophy. I say personally that um, her teachings are actually applicable to all people. Now, she has a very strong focus on women um, and she relates to them very well, but her concepts actually can teach the world. So, uh, Roxy, I'm excited to have you on the show. Oh my goodness. What a beautiful yeah. intro. Thank you. Yeah. I'm so stoked. I'm so excited to be here in this space with you because, you know, we both know that every conversation that we have, I feel is podcast worthy, you know, from day one, um, you really, you really hit my soul from taking in your writing, um, and just feeling where you write from, you write from your heart, you write from your soul, you are absolutely living from your most authentic self. And that's always going to be a home run to me. I'm always going to feel more resonance with anybody who's playing from, from that, you know, that frequency. And so, you know, to have developed such a meaningful, deep, genuine friendship connection with you, you know, throughout this time, it's just, I really have no words. And now to be in this space where we get to wrap out and, you know, and do, do what we do essentially. But, you know, the goal is always to, to share some, some powerful, empowering thought seeds, ideas, you know, for our listeners, um, for our audience, for our communities to take in so that they can, you know, expand and involve, evolve themselves to, to live from this authentic frequency and kick ass in life. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Well, thank you for that intro of me. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, no, you know, uh, so I truly appreciate that for everybody listening. Um, Roxy came across my work through one of her best friends, Carrie Walsh. And um, I, it's always, you know, the people that you, you feel closest to and they're like, they basically contact you and they go, I need you to win. <laughs> and you're just like, that's a good friend. <laughs> so, um, well, I'll start it. I'll start it here. Um, the, only, the first question is the only question that's ever the same, which is, how do we get here? You know, I, I gave the bio as to, um, you know, what you what you're working on and how you've carved this space out for yourself um, or yourself into the space. You you've created the space, really. But um, it wasn't always that way. You can go as far back as you want. This is the only time yeah. that, you know, we the question, this question is the same for everybody. It's like, how far ever back you want to go from childhood, Big Bang Theory, whatever, um, you know, to how you got yeah. here and the stars aligned and you're like, this is what I'm doing. I'm going all in on this. And I want to, you know, and especially since, um, especially with the topic of future self and talking about that, mm -hmm. you know, operating from a place of um, making shifts, 
leaving things that don't that no longer serve you, um, giving up old identities from a place where you're like, hey, this this was great, but now I got to go to, you know, this is what I'm called to do and I want to do. And I, a lot of like I got chills thinking about this because a lot of listeners, a lot of my listeners go through that, which is in all areas, by the way, they could be like the most successful dentist, but they're like, is it going to be weird if I stop being a dentist? And you're like, no, you're going to be okay. But that there's all there's people that listen that are like, you know, they've got these identities and they're not sure about them anymore. So I would love for you to just talk about your path first. Yeah, great question. I, you know, I mean, how I got here, I would say, and, and I'll back it up and, you know, elaborate, but the through line through my entire life is I've always lived from here. And for those who can't see, right, it's like I'm pointing to my, my heart. I've lived from my true self. So that's, let me just, I'm putting that out there first. Now, in terms of my career, I mean, essentially what I do is who I am, right? I'm, I'm not, I'm not in some other identity that isn't Roxanne, Safai, right? And so what I've done at this stage of my life is, you know, and I'll go through some different career stages. Um, Please. But essentially, you know, there's just, so I'm, I'm living in what I call, like, it's my purpose, it's my mission. And ultimately it's me just expressing the truth in who I am. And I've discovered that, you know, certain gifts that I have that actually end up being great contribution to the world. And as an artist, first and foremost, I'm now in a position where I am creating from these unique gifts and expressing them out into the world. And it translates through my writing, my speaking, my mentoring. Um, you know, the larger part of my career life prior to this segment, I was a celebrity makeup artist, right? Freelance, um, started from ground zero, climbed to the top 1%. Um, it was gnarly, you know, any freelance career is gnarly because you, you just, you play with uncertainty on a whole different level. You don't have paychecks, just, you know what I mean? So, which is really a beautiful thing. We could talk about that because what it did for me specifically, um, was really important, you know, but yeah, I mean, that was a very, um, skill based job. I'm, I'm really, I've always been very creative with my hands, my eyes. I love art. Um, I, you know, lived in Paris, uh, went to an artistic academy for arts out there, makeup specifically. I lived in New York City. So I've done everything from all the fashion weeks to, you know, the Oscars to, to all, all that stuff, right? And, and it was a beautiful, beautiful and very important part of my career um, life. But, you know, you, you said a couple of things that were really important. You talked about the identity piece, right? And um, the example, like, is a dentist going to feel weird if, if the dentist is like, oh, what if I'm no longer a dentist, right? So what I never did, and it wasn't necessarily a conscious thing um, throughout that segment of my career life is identify myself, my identity became, I'm this makeup artist, right? There was always, there was deep reverence for it. There was so much passion, very, I'm passionate to anything I decide I'm going to put my my efforts into, and I have a vision and a goal, like I go all in, right? Um, but I just, I didn't become the makeup artist. And this is really important for lots of reasons and I'll expand, but 
you know, so I go through this, I go through this career journey and it was gnarly, like I said, super competitive. Um, fast forward, just get to that top 1%. And I would say like mid range, actually, I started to feel this. It was like my intuition just telling me like, Hey, we, we've got more to do here. And it wasn't coming from a place of dissatisfaction. So that's really important because a lot of times that's when thing, you know, that voice can kind of, you know, start to, to, to come around. But for me, I was, I was climbing. I was actually, I was kicking ass, you know, in, in my makeup career, but there was just more to me. So, you know, than just, you know, being on set and doing the makeup um, and in my life, and you know, this Matt, like I'm a very um, diverse you know, woman, like I'm an athlete, right. By way of my lifestyle, um, philosophy, poetry, you know, neuroscience. So my interests are very broad and they're very active in my life. I've never been one thing, nor have I never identified as just, I'm this one thing. I mean, if I had to kind of group one thing together, I'd say I'm an artist, but I feel like we all are in life. Right. So, um, when I started to get that voice, that feeling, I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That, mm -hmm. but, um, what I didn't do, and I feel like this is always so important to share is I didn't put pressure on what it needed to be like, hurry up, figure this out. And meanwhile, I'm over here my makeup career is still like digging and digging to climb and climb. So towards the end of the makeup career, this is when things really started to come into play for me on with that voice, right? Of doing other things. I started to just really take stock of feedback. Like, what do I hear a lot of, right? I hear a lot of, hold on rocks. Like, can you, I'm writing down what you said, you know, if I'm giving someone advice, right? Um, man, I wish you could say it to me. Or that time when you said that, it did this for me. You know, I wish I had a Whole Foods app. So when I'm in the market, you know, because I'm how I am with health and nutrition and fitness. And so I just, it was this whole lifestyle. And, and basically what I was really paying attention to, just observing self-awareness, right? And just was that um, people listened when I had something to say and, it, and they were, you know, they were taking things from me that were supporting them in their life, that were elevating them, that were, whether it was helping them feel better in their health, whether it was helping their mindset and their perspective, you know, whether it was helping them in their romantic life, like whatever it was, it's like they were, they were taking my words and, and my words resonated, right? And here's the other piece that was really important in this observation moment for me. It wasn't just the feedback that I was it was like one part, okay, I'm taking in what, what others are sharing with me, what came to me as a constant. But then it was me also noticing that's, that all of that giving, all of that creating, all of that sharing was me literally just being me and me love. That's just love right there. I mean, you know, personally, when I'm excited about something, whether it's a supplement, a book or whatever, I'm like, oh my God, you have to have this, right? So it's effortless. Why this is also important is because a lot of people, or like, what, what's my gift? And sometimes your gifts are so innate and inherent to you that you don't even realize it. You won't pay attention to it because it, we think like, oh, this gift thing needs to be some shiny object that's just flashing in your face. Like, look at me, I'm the gift. It's like, well, <laughs> no. you know what I mean? No, it's just what lights you up. Like, 
what, what do people constantly, what are they saying to you? You know? So, so then that would then have me go, okay, well, maybe I'm going to, I'm going to start a blog. Right. And it's going to be this lifestyle blog and it's black belt beauty, you know, and I'm putting the pieces together. And then, you know, I start doing this online. I build the website. Um, and when it ends up happening is like, I have a sitting quota. <laughs> I can't like, I'm a digital entrepreneur, you know, but like I'm constantly moving throughout the day. So I can only sit for certain periods. So the, the idea of like having to maintain this blog and always be sitting on my, I was like, okay, no. And at the same time I had been really deep diving into, I mean, this is back up several years ago at this point, but deep diving into podcasts and this medium of communication. And I've always been a communicator um, to the point where, you know, when I was a kid, you know, I used to get in trouble for always talking in class, uh, but I just love to communicate, you know, and I love learning and I love storytelling and I love stories. And so I was like, I'm going to launch a podcast. And I would then launch my podcast. It's been almost five years now, Black Belt Beauty Radio, right? And, you know, um, the podcast, the podcast just felt so perfect for me because, because of what I just shared. It's just me communicating, interacting, meeting incredible people like you, you know, some of which like yourself, who've become some of the closest people, friends of my life, you know? And so it just clicked. It took off, you know, it took a life of its own, but going back to the identity piece and the dentist and that whole thing, this is, I think, really important to share. Um, you know, I, when I launched Black Belt Beauty Radio, I was at the top 1% of my career. What does that mean for those listening? It means I had, you know, a contract with one of the biggest um, beauty brands in the world to uh, consult with, you know, helping them make their makeup line and um, part of their skincare. I was traveling the world you know, in the fancy private jets, like doing the press tours with, you know, doing all the award shows, like cover of magazines, like you work so hard. I work so hard to go from ground zero. You're doing all this free work, like not getting paid, like, and then you get there, right? Now, this is where most people, I think, really start to grip on the identity on, you know, all of uh, like the career because, because they attach their sense of security and their sense of self to, you know, this, this kind of scenario for me though, you know, then the more I started podcasting, I didn't have that. Right. And over here at the same time, while that was happening, top 1% of those, like I'm over here in the black belt beauty space now, and I'm fucking having the time of my life. Like I'm just, being me and meeting rad people and having incredible conversations that are impacting, you know, the listeners. And it just felt like home to me. Mm. And so I, you know, from that point, it just, I started to slowly, what ended up happening was just, I kind of just started pulling away a little bit more from my career. Like if jobs were not there at the time, it's like, oh, I'm going to be over here. I'm busy building, building, building. So it was kind of fine. Like I, I actually was starting to appreciate when there wasn't work <laughs> and I, so I could be all in on, on everything else. Um, yeah. And then, you know, it just, it got to a place where there was no more space for that anymore. And it was cool. It was fine. And it was, it was, it was time for me to let go of that and to move from this 
really beautiful skill-based career, right? Like just driven by the skill and up-leveling my skills and how far can my skills take me? Meanwhile, I was running adjacent to my purpose, which is where I am now, right? And so I transitioned over to, to everything that I'm doing now. So, I mean, that's just a heavy career focus, you know, that's not life, but career focus of how I've arrived here. But I do think that there's so many important pieces in there because I know, I know your audience. I know my audience too. It's like the career, the work life is, is a, as a huge part of, of all of their lives. So hopefully there's no, that was actually really perfect because there's a, I I was taking some notes. There's a lot in there. I want to touch upon. um, And I love that skills running adjacent to purpose. Um, So a few, a few thoughts. Um, which by the way, one of the things I loved when you were saying is like when the jobs were light, I was over here building this thing that I was already having fun with. Interesting. What came through for me for that too, is that's why you're recession proof. And we don't use that word because like, what does that word even mean? What is the out external world of like, things are good, things are bad. We don't do that. But why I like that ideology is because it shows you that like, it doesn't matter what's happening you have something that you are like tied to that you're building and that will overtake any quote unquote timeframe that we're living through. Um, So I love it. And that's why I think you're so flexible and easy to like, wait, there's this going on and this is happening. Like uh, I'm still building, I'm still going. And uh, and, uh, we can come back to that. But one of the things that there's a few things that you said in there, like not coming from a place of dissatisfaction when you heard that voice, Um, I think that that's a very, very powerful thing to say because that can happen where, and I've done it, I think at times until I realized I'm like, oh no, like it's just, just part of the process. But like, you can hear something, I think it depended if it was life or if it was business related, but you can hear something very specific, like, oh, there's much more and it's way beyond this. And it's not like we're dissatisfied with the current work that we've been doing and to even, and for anybody listening to even take away from the years of really great contribution to that space, if you will. Um, So I think that that's really important for grace for people for not coming from a place of dissatisfaction, like acknowledge the piece of like, Oh, wow. Like I've, I've had a lot of contribution here and it might be time to, you know, expand uh, from there. And then, um, you know, you were saying interests are very broad and are very active in your life. Never been one thing, which you already know how I feel about that. Um, and, uh, you know, that that voice that continued to come through for you, what was cool is being open to the fact that it happened, because I think a lot of people and you, you were saying you didn't do anything right away, but bit by bit you started to, you know, put the pieces together, as you were saying, and it was like, all right, let me add this dimension to my life, which is separate from this current stage, but this is the part of the bigger picture. And what I liked was the organic nature of it. It's like, all right, well, podcasting and blogging, like this stuff just calls to me. Everybody, not everybody, a lot of people, uh, it was the same for me. It was just calling for me. But a lot of people, um, you know, I think uh, think that they have to like, oh, you, that's, you're, you're good at it. You, you, this is what you guys do. And this is, uh, you know, you knew what you wanted to do. I'm like, no, I wanted to dance with it. Yeah. Like, I just knew that it was calling me and I wasn't really sure. And so in order to become sure you have to kind of like, it's like, it's like you're calling, asking you, you know, for a dance. It's like, Hey, you want to like come out to the dance floor with me? You're like, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. I, I think I do. You know, I think I want to, I want to see what that's like. So 
Um, so I like that you, you did that, especially for people listening to not feel the pressure, like I'm going to jump ship and I'm gonna do it all right away. It's like, no, 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 no. It's a light dance. It's like dating with your destiny in a way. It's like dating with your, like dating with your, your calling, you know, it's like, no, you're just dating, you know, right now. Now you'll know when you're going to get married to it (laughs) when you're like, that's gotta go, you know? Um, So I, so yeah. So, and then I just, when you said having fun being me and meeting cool people and having incredible convos and you felt like home. I think it's important for everybody to pay attention to that part there when it feels like home. Yeah. Because you're in something very special, both maybe gift and skill gifts related, you know, which skills can be acquired, but gifts related and purpose related. There's, those are signals. Those are things to like, listen and explore even further. And, um, you know, and I get it. I get, I think, you know, you've, you, I've gone through it many times and you've seen me more recently. It's like, you are, you're wanting to go deeper in, in where you feel home. It is a letting go. Sometimes it's an identity. Sometimes it's financial. Sometimes it's, um, you know, personal. Sometimes it's all of the above to combine. Like it's a lot of different things. Um, so, you know, when you were talking about skills running adjacent to purpose and, um, when that happens, you know, and you get the marriage now happens between you and, you know, this purpose driven life, which is flexible. We know that there's a lot of dimensions that come into it. There's the flexibility yeah. of knowing like that, which we don't know yet and for going philosophy. Yeah. Um, but um, this is where I was curious about from a future self perspective, constantly asking the questions to yourself, constantly identifying what feels right, constantly looking at how you're designing your day, constantly looking at your energy levels, constantly looking at what might be blocking that you hadn't even previously thought of, because really you hadn't even really thought of these things that you're like, is that why I'm not wanting to move that way? So like balancing that, like what's an entry point for people when it comes to this idea of future self? Yeah. Well, gosh, there are so many things you just said in there. Like one thing (laughs) I just have to point out really quick. That's so powerful is right away. It's like asking yourself questions. You know, it sounds so simple and like almost like people would just naturally do this, but most people don't. No, they don't. No. And it's the greatest tool for you to thrive in your life because it's going to help you. And I will come into that entry point question, but if we're not asking ourselves questions, it's almost like we're not acknowledging ourself. You know how I write self capital S E L F, right? This higher frequency of our being that's internally and eternally with us that is here to partner with us. But we, we need to inquire with this self, with this frequency of our being and questions really allow us to do this, right? So the entry point to future self, just to go there, first of all, to understand that we are here to evolve. You're evolving no matter what. And that evolution is either going to feel really good and it's going to serve you a life of fulfillment, you know, um, of actualizing and manifesting ideals, goals, visions, or it is not. And it's going to feel stagnant and it's going to be just sad, but you're still moving, right? Like you're still, we're all, you know, going until we're gone. <laughs> and so, you know, for me, 
in my journey, um, you know, always from, from a young age, you know, I was a competitive runner um, up until I started surfing in my teens. And then I, I didn't care about anything except just surfing. Um, but be, prior to that, I was a competitive runner, dreams of going to the Olympics. Flojo was my idol. Like I was all in, I was winning. I was fast. I was good cross country track. And I think for me, this is really the starting point just to share my personal journey. And then I yeah. can give tactics to, you know, individuals. Um, but you know, I, because I, I will say, I think it has a lot to do with sport and really, you know, in my childhood father really, you know, sharing um, individuals who really expressed greatness in their life from all walks of life. So artists, scientists, poets, athletes, like musicians, you know, and there are just certain qualities that I felt and it wasn't status. So that's really important. It wasn't, I could admire Flojo for being the fastest woman in the world when winning, winning the gold medals, but it was more of like the way that they carried themselves, the way that they had to, you know, move in their lives to get to these accolades, right? Like, so really character driven. So just putting a pin in that, because for me, when you, you know, my mind was so open to potential like what was greatness in me? What was my potential, you know? And, and then, you know, the, the easy kind of channel at first was sport driving that, you know, go win the gold medal, right? And then it would, you know, later in my journey, just even moving through different career paths, like it was just, it was always this feeling for me of like, what's the next level for me? What's that next level of potential for me? I have always been fascinated by human potential, right? But starting with my own. And so when you think about expanded potential, what are we talking about here? We're talking about the evolution of our self. Welcome future self, right? So before the, the actual title you know, of future self, it was, so I say that because that's important because there's some people who might be thinking of themselves in this way, but you're not necessarily framing it as future self, but it is cool to actually frame it as your future self because it is your future self. When I talk about future self, Matt, you know, I'm not talking just about you a year from now, you five years from now, this is the more common you know, idea right. that we have, and it's not wrong. I am absolutely referencing me five years, 10 from the years from now too. But for me, my, you know, um, idea around the future self is just this next level, just ultimate frequency of you. So you can also call this, and I do your highest self that is always in front of you, always leading you, you right now, a minute from now, five minutes from now tonight. And the leading is so important because this expression of your potential, this expression of your soul, this expression of your heart of you is your North star because and I know we'll, we'll, we'll dive into this deeper. I'm, I'm, you know, you know how we go, <laughs> but you know, this is why it's so important. And I, and I figured this out at an early age and it really served me your job, your home, your partner, anything outside of you 
it doesn't make you who you are. This is why my makeup career, no matter what celebrity I worked with or what incredible you know job I was on, magazine cover, that didn't make me who I am. I am Roxanne Safai. That was what I did and I loved it, right? But who I am is, I don't, it's those things don't make me who I am. I make those things happen. You, Matt, make everything in your life happen. Our listeners, it's like the home doesn't make you you. Your money doesn't make you you. You, it's the you that makes those things appear in your life, right? So then I love as a strategist, I am a re- like constantly reverse engineering in every aspect of my life that I'm able to and go, cool. So this is the vision of the life that you want to live your way into. By the way, the vision is always evolving and changing, but still mm-hmm. there's always a vision. So who do you need to become, Roxanne? Who do you need to allow yourself to be what do you have to strip away what do you have to add in like what are the levels that you have to be playing at in order to to live your way into this life right so that's a big answer <laughs> but no i i love it um there i want to there's a couple of points i wanted to touch on i'm just like i'm looking at some of these notes a second it's just first of all the fact um it was interesting earlier on you were saying you know well, before we get into future self, you have to ask, be asking yourself questions. And I'm like, I think that is the entry point. <laughs> you know, it's like you, uh, it's like, it's like the pre, it's the prequel. It's the pre-work before, you know, you're absolutely right. Um, we have to be naturally curious about ourselves and not scared of what you're going to find. And I think that if I'm, uh, from my observations on 43 years on earth, People sometimes get scared of what they think that they're going to find because it's like, oh, we'll have to deal with this. Like, no, nah, you'd be surprised. Maybe you don't actually have to deal with it. You just kind of made an identity, but maybe the self-exploratory side um, by asking questions actually reveals a lot more clarity. And maybe the only real shakeup is because the person you thought you were, which is nowhere near related to the one you know you are, has to basically break up. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like it's really what it, what it is. It, and so I actually think most people, um, a lot of people, it's sort of like, oh wait a minute, the, you know, you ever hear the uh, expression when people say you're not actually afraid of success, right? It's like, mm-hmm. um, you know, or people, excuse me, people might be more afraid of success. And then I think there was a great Tony Robbins one that was saying, no, you may not be. Um, all these different things. But I think the idea is like you might be afraid to start asking yourself questions, but really um, what a beautiful entry point into, so what do you want? And it's okay not to know all the answers because you're like, so how do we go figure it out? And that is the beginning of your life basically. And so I, yeah. I liked what you brought that up. And then when you said fascinated by human potential, including my own. So that right there, um, I, you know, people will say, well, how do I know what I like? Or how do I know my purpose? How do this? I'm like, what do you like in you? Like, what are you fascinated about? What are you obsessed with in you? All these things. It's so interesting how our, our personal obsessions, I don't mean obsession, by the way, anybody listening from a, you know, um, an, negative or a bad, an unhealthy yeah. way, an unhealthy, an obsession of like, you're constantly curious. You're constantly like, for me, creativity, you know, and, um, 
life, just like you, like more than one thing, creativity, life, business. I'm fascinated by business and how bad it's done. <laughs> and then also, <laughs> and then, but then everybody else that does it, then the other people that do it so well, I'm like, God, I like, it's so interesting. People fascinate me. People absolutely fascinate me. And so I'm constantly in pursuit of myself to understand, you know, how to, you know, help others with that too, as well. So I, I like our purpose really lies in a lot of what we're, you know, trying to uh, figure out within our own constantly, uh, or we're just naturally obsessed with. Um, and then I like when you were saying the future, you is always leading you, even if it's five or 10 minutes from now, you know, and you've even experienced this with me where it's like, I can hear future me be like, get your ass up. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. And it's actually, it's funny. Uh, that version of me is coming in a lot more. It happened again yeah. today. It happened again today. I'm like, you know, like <laughs> looking around, I'm like, shit. I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. You know, yes. let's, let's do this. Um, and, uh, so it's an actually fascinating relationship with yourself when it's what I liked about what you're saying is it could be five minutes from now, you, it doesn't actually yeah. have to be five years from now. You, so everybody listening, like that's a big deal. Cause it's like, no, no, no. Five minutes from now, you is you're like, you're really going to enjoy when you get this done. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's true. And it's like, I'm like, oh, so I can, I can produce my own dopamine constantly yes. that, that way from doing that, you know? So there was yes. that. And then, um, this brings me to the, you know, who do you need to become and allow yourself to be and what levels are you needing to be playing at? Those three questions, uh, we could probably expand from there because who do you need to become? How, well, you know, who, you know, for a lot of people will be like, well, who am I trying to become? Well, that's, that's what you're trying to figure out is like, and if you have an idea of a life by asking all these questions, what does that person do daily that emulates that life? And I can speak, you know, from that as a, um, I realized, you know, when people hear me talk about it, or you hear me talk about, you know, time, time and like scheduling and, you know, yeah, sometimes I'm a little off the hinges on it. It's because I'm realizing, like, it's almost like waking up further and further in your purpose, deeper and deeper in your purpose. And you're like, wow, I know, I know I feel what's coming. People are like, well, what's coming? Like, well, I'll tell you when it comes. But like, <laughs> but, but like, you know, it, like you feel it and you realize that the person that you're becoming and uh, who you have to become, like, has these disciplines and has these ways that they move and has like, the, the way that they initiate their, their activity and the way they execute on, on everything and the way that they, who they have around them and who they don't, it's, it's a lot of things. Um, and again, I think maybe that's where people aren't necessarily, oh, that was what the expression was that I heard from a, a buddy of mine. People, uh, Tony Robbins said, people aren't necessarily afraid of success. They're afraid of what they'll have to lose to get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Oof, like, yeah. right. So, you know, right. totally. allow yourself, who do you, who do you need to become? Allow yourself to be in what levels are you needing to be playing at? What do you got to let go along the way, right? Yeah. Well, gosh, you know, he, back up just a, a minute ago where you're like his disciplines and who is he with? And like, you see, it's very clear that you have a very good, strong vision of the man that you, you see yourself evolving into, yeah. right? That's the thing, Matt. A lot of people aren't thinking about that vision of themselves. They're looking either at where they are now or where they were and Okay, but we're moving forward. So don't you want to have a, a, a solid vision of, of who, and again, 
here's another view and and this is not judgmental this is observational this is part of my my career like i you know i work with people and i've deep in psychology and all that it's like look you know you're striving towards you know the home or the finances or the relationship or the career that's all important but i'm saying like are you looking at who you need to be in order to be at that level have you know acquired all of that be playing that game you know so i um who you need to become let me this could be helpful and this is you know one part of of you know my course and 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 we'll go into the book um as well but self-identity right interchangeable with self-concept i'm just putting that out there so you can kind of use words you know um interchangeably but i i focus on the words um self-identity your self-identity shapes your reality that's just what i have really come to realize about life. I'm not the only person. There have been many greats who've said this historically and still, you know, out there today, but I really believe it to be the truth. It's, it's what you feel about you. It's, you know, this perception of self, this relationship of, with self that is, you know, we are, we're all energy, right? So it's, it's, that is the frequency that you are emitting out into this world of energy this life and then you know things start reflecting back to you your life reflects back to you you know here's what could be helpful so in my work i've created a framework because you can hear self-identity and go what does that even mean that's so big okay how do i what do i do with my self-identity so self-identity i've created what is called the self-identity ecosystem so this is comprised of your core beliefs your core your core values, your core attributes, your guiding principles, uh, your personal standards and your personal boundaries, right? So how I frame it poetically is like six points to the diamond, right? We're gonna, it's mining the diamond in you. You, first of all, just understand this, we're always evolving, so you know, certain aspects of, of these categories will evolve and shift in your life. Some values, you know, five years ago, may be different than, you know, your core values now or two years from now. But the point is, do you even have any idea of, you know, any of these, you know, containers? What are your core beliefs? You know, um, you know, what are your core values? And you can have an, I, this is, I might be going in the weeds here, but no, this know, is good. here we go. Identifying core value is really interesting um, because one might say, as an example, I value health. Okay, cool. So how's that showing up in your life? Is there a discrepancy? Because the truth is, um, you know, what you really value, you are committed to, and that's mm. showing up in your life as a constant. So a lot of people might think that they value health but rather they value the idea of health. I'm just using health as one example, right? And that's, that's interesting. But you know, when you confront yourself in these moments and like, no, wait, I, I really do value health. Oh, wait, okay. It's actually not showing up, you know, in a disciplined form, in a consistent form in my life. So maybe I either need to kind of edit that the reality is it's not a core value of mine or Maybe I need to do some things in my life that are going to actually live to that truth. Do you see what I'm saying? 
what I'm offering here is it's, it's, it's this framework first and foremost. So you can take this big concept of your self-identity and you can start to put it in these buckets and go, well, what are my personal boundaries? Do I have any, what, do I have any principles that are guiding me in my life? Doing this work, you said this, and I, and this is one of the things I love about you from the beginning. It's the honesty piece, man. Can you look at yourself? I'm asking you to look at yourself, not from a place of self-judgment. You have to, it's what I call the student lens. Put on, take away the judgment, put on the student lens. One day I'm traveling and I downloaded this in my writing that will forever, ever, you know, impact me. And, you know, I share it out when I speak a lot, but um, you cannot be learning and judging at the same time. It's true. Right. I'm going to say it one more time. You cannot be learning and judging at the same time. So if you really want to be in a place where you are learning, trying to learn about yourself, who you are now, so that you can really envision also like who it is that you aim to become, you need to back off the self-judgment and you need to become more of a student. We say student of life. Absolutely. But student of self, student of self, you self is shaping life. So it's not just this like, oh, I'm so open to learning out there, but are you open to learning in here? Because in here, the inner shapes the outer, right? So who do you have to become? Well, first and foremost, we need to get really clear on who we are currently. Right. Because anytime you're going to make any progress, you need to know where you're at. And this takes a lot of courage to be, there are more people running from themselves than running to themselves. My work is to get you to run to yourself. Go ahead. No, interestingly, even people running from themselves and into lives that present an outcome that, you know, may, makes other people be like, but, but they have all this stuff and they have this and you're like, they've presented to you. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean that they are, you know, enjoying it <laughs> or like well, it's or, my, it's, or, right. yeah it's not you know we talk about this all the time listen it's never i'm i love luxury and i <laughs> i've got it in my life like and i'm bringing on more it's not it's not to discredit any no. material gains or anything like that but the, the goal and i know this is so you know part of your mission and your purpose too is like hey how do you stay in alignment with your most authentic self with your heart because here's the deal when you're staying aligned and anchored in this space of self, then every opportunity that you participate and exchange with is not just going to give you some resume grade material object, but it's going to give you internal fulfillment too. And that's, you know, I call it, you know, it's like you want to be winning from inside and out, right? right? Like you were just saying, like, yes. you don't want to just have right. this presentation of a life that's that it. looks so fantastic but we know this story it's the most common story it's the person who's attained all this you know certain aspects of what we deem as a society to be successful and absolutely is but yet they're hollow inside because there's been so much of i'm just going to be focusing on this building you know bringing it but i'm not listening to the inside that might be guiding me in some other ways right i want my outside to represent my inside, right? Like I want that to feel, and that does include 
all the beautiful things uh you know of this world i mean and you know i'm very yes. spiritual and even in even in um some jewish text and in the torah it talks about like you should own things they should never own you and yes have all the blessings of the world of a, of a physical world as a yeah. byproduct of how you lead it you know so there's nothing wrong with them but it's but definitely when the outside represents uh, the, the, the inside. Um, I love when you said what you really value, uh, what you are really, what you really value, you are committed to. You may not value it, but the idea of it, it, it'll show based on the, um, the actions of the individual. I really like that a lot because you hear a lot of people talk about what they need or what they value. You hear this a lot. You like, you hear a lot of people want a yeah. lot, a lot of things. They wanted in other people. They wanted in like life. They wanted all these things. And it's like, what are you like? Talk to me about your commitments to those things, mm -hmm. you know? And I'll show you where there's, you know, maybe alignment or misalignment in some ways. Because um, first of all, you see this in relationships. People want a lot of things in other people. I'm like, yeah, but are you those things, <laughs> you know, or you see it in like, oh, well, like maybe it's somebody wants something out of a business result that other people have. And it's like, well, they are doing certain activities. Are you doing those activities? Like, you know, yeah. um, and by the way, it's okay if you're not, I like that you brought that up. It's like, it's okay if you're not, because then if you know, you're not, you can at least under self-observation and self-awareness be like, you know what? I'm not doing that. And by the way, people listening, Rox and I do this stuff for ourselves all the time. It's like, you know what? Here's one thing in an area that I know I'm not doing within it yet. I, and I want to work that in. You, mm. you Like you brought up about honesty and self-awareness, which yes, you know how I feel about honesty and self-awareness, yeah. but it's like the self-aware individual isn't trying to beat him or herself down. It's just trying to have a better relationship with, it's okay with where I'm at. It's okay that I'm not necessarily where I feel like this is where the journey is, you know, that, you know, uh, wherever is to come, but I accept the honor of the commitment and the activities and the actions that come with, you know, being that future version of that, that person that, uh, you know, I aspire more and more to be like, I'm committed to the growth. I'm committed to my values. And I think like, and that's it. You follow those. But, and you and I, we've talked about this all the time. It's like, this is where, that's why I said consistency is boring, but it's where all the wealth is made. And when I say wealth, I mean like life in general, because yeah. the consistency part, I think, yeah, it's, it, it can be monotonous and it can be like just boring, yeah. but it's predictable. And it's teaches you. I feel like everything about yourself and <laughs> your addictions, you know, to your habits, to your whatever, and what's worth letting go and what's worth adding it along the way constantly. So, so, so true. No, right? consistency, I always say is the magic pill. Yeah. It's like, you know, and you're right, you know, it's, it's, and it's, 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 <laughs> it's what's the hardest for most, mm -hmm. you know, but it's really what serves, look, you're being consistent either way. Yeah. But is what you're being consistent to serving you? Exactly. Is it helping you actualize your vision? Is it helping you achieve your goals? You're being consistent either way. So, you know, the self-awareness piece, you know, it's one of my favorite attributes to talk about is it is the attribute of emotional intelligence. Like it's everything. It's, it's the greatest agent to change, period. 
before you can love yourself, before you can do anything that like, if you're not, if you're not, you know, operating with self-awareness, not to be confused for self-judgment, like I'm not over here just, you know, watching and judging, I'm just observing, right? This is allowing me to, first and foremost, like be, you know, create space between me and my thoughts, between me and my emotions. This is where when a stimulus happens that doesn't feel good, whatever that is, the refractory period, psychology, for those who don't know, you have your baseline. So my baseline is pretty zen. Homeostasis is like, you know, harmonious. Stimulus happens, you know, somebody cuts me off on the road, like, oh shit, you know, how long that period of going from stimulus to baseline, that's the refractory period. Self-awareness helps you to, you know, shorten, it depends on the stimulus, obviously, but shorten that that gap. Self-awareness allows you to think about how you want to respond to something. Self-awareness allows you to be in space with your emotions, but not become the, especially the disempowered emotions. It's like, you can be aware of them. You can study them, study them. They're, they, they can teach you things, you know, but you don't, you don't have to become sad. You're just experiencing this sad emotion for whatever reason. So I can go on and on, but the thing about self-awareness, and this is such an important piece of the conversation, um, because look, we're, we're constantly being sold to look outside of self, to reach for things outside of self. By the way, I'm reaching for a lot of things outside of self, career accolade, goals, achievements, material things, experiences. So I'm not discrediting that. But what I am saying is this, first and foremost, self-awareness is gonna help you get anything you want out there, right? This internal work, this in, you know, all going inside, investigating, being with self is so important. And it's harder to sell this, Matt, because it's not something that you can put in your bank account directly. It's not something that you can sit in and drive and, you know, put it on your Instagram. It's not something that you sleep with. And you know what I mean? It's like, so it's, it's just, it's, it's a harder sell because most people want the things, you know, and they want the experiences. I get it. I'm human too. But what I'm trying with all my heart, you know, to, to share here is that the more that you do this investment work of expanding and fortifying your self-awareness levels, I promise you, you're going to have more clarity on what you want. You're going to have more, and you're you're going to be more intentional to drive yourself towards these things that you want. And you're really going to become a true creator of your life. You will be living, you know, on purpose with purpose. You are a active participant in the creation of your life. You're not just kind of happenstance like whatever's gonna happen happen or like you know and and then most importantly most importantly at least to me is that as you move through your life you are moving with yourself very self-connected you know on your team as you create your life you know it's constant connection
Hey fam, quick break from the show. Just to let you know, I'm doing a bit more writing on my weekly letter. It's called Permissionless. I talk about all things health, wealth, happiness, and personal fulfillment. As many of you may know, writing is my passion. I love connecting with all of you on that. I would love to see you go subscribe, mattgoddessman.substack.com. Subscribe if you haven't already. And also, please remember to leave a rating and review for this podcast on Apple or Spotify as it really helps spread the mission even further. And as the ratings and reviews go up, even more people can learn about what we're doing over here. And I really appreciate that. And of course, if there's someone you think that might be a good fit for coming on the show, you can always DM me on Instagram. As I always tell you guys, DM me at Matt Gosman. You can tag them in the message and I'll be able to look at them and try to connect. And I truly love you guys. I just want to say thank you as always. Please continue to support the show by connecting in all the other ways. And now let's get back to it. I like that you're that constant connection and consistently connecting with your emotions is a huge one for self-awareness. Um, it was interesting when you were talking about, um, you know, the baseline, the stimulus, and then closing that gap. That actually has been an interesting observation over the years. And I, so I, I, I urge a lot of people to look into that and, and to give you guys an example, right? So like, you know, cause she, cause Roxy, Roxy was taking it very, scientific and philosophical, um, as well as like, you know, personal, um, for all of you, it's like, um, when somebody cuts you off, like you're in homeostasis, you're feeling in harmony. And then all of a sudden somebody cuts you off or you drop something and break. Like I, mm. I remember I, I broke a ton of glass as one thing fell and a whole bunch of things fell. And this is in the, the kitchen, um, probably about a month and a half ago. And my expression was almost expressionless. <laughs> it was just like okay and I went and I got the vacuum and I kind of was like meditating while cleaning it up there was absolutely no frustration whatsoever um I didn't feel like I was I mean I know I had to be somewhere but it wasn't like I felt like I was running late I didn't feel pressure I didn't feel anything normally you know like oh you know people cuss and they're like oh my god and you know it, it's like it blows up into so much more than it is a glass broke let me vacuum it up. And it's yeah. that like, and, and so that ability to almost not even leave homeostasis is a game changer because think about it there, it might just be glass in the kitchen, but it could also be in a business setting, right. Or in a, in a, um, a company meeting or a business meeting or whatever it might be. In fact, the more homeostasis connected, I stay to that level mm -hmm. without, you know, moving from it, ironically that's actually what's i'm literally having people who are like can i just hire you to just be like just be around <laughs> like it's like you just like yeah you know uh okay you know um so it's it's a fascinating thing of like sitting and getting to know your emotions and by the way it takes time it takes a lot of time because you <laughs> you also see like where the the frustrations can be and you can kind of see like how did that ever even start that way i'm like oh yeah i remember all those years ago like, and that's, so that's probably maybe where it came from. Maybe not. It doesn't really matter because you don't want to sit in it, but it's just good to get to know yourself. And you're like, oh, and like, why does that actually bother me in the first place? And then it's just treating yourself like your greatest friend on earth um, is a game changer because you start to have this relationship dynamic with yourself that like, that's where I think the, again, this is an internal thing because that's where the confidence comes from. Because if somebody else tries to like, whatever, whether it's, whether they're, 
further along in something quote unquote in the external world or they're just attacking whatever it is you're just kind of like all right like i'm i'm you know if it's not cool to me or like it's not you know being expressed um uh positively to me i also uh, that too has shrunk where i don't like i won't take it as personal anymore and that's also a lot of practice because there's still moments you know but uh and it will always be you know that's the that's the lifelong journey but it's just an interesting it's an interesting thing to to witness because you kind of say like oh wow like it really has always been about the relationship with myself because of course i'm not gonna let you talk to me that way i'm not talking to me that way you know what i mean so like of course i'm not gonna let you talk to me that way or of course i'm not gonna let you make me feel small I don't feel small. So why would I let you make me feel small? There's no way. That's our relationship with ourselves is so important. And we're giving so much time to everybody. So even everybody else is the external too. They represent the external as well. So we we have to have a time for ourselves. We have to have reflection and learning and curiosity and getting to know our emotions and like not sitting in the emotions constantly, but just getting to know them. And like what you're bringing up is sort of like, so you're kind of adjacent to them while you're dancing with them. And you're not like- yeah. You know, you don't have to be like in them all the time. It's more of like, mm-hmm. oh, like that's an interesting situation. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. I love everything you just shared. It, it is. It, it all comes down. This thing called life, in my opinion, all comes down to the relationship that you have with yourself. Yeah. And, you know, I say this often because I think that there's just like, <laughs> it's almost like it's this misconception. Like, I know who I am, but do you really? Yeah. How much time have you actually invested? Right. Keyword invested in just being with yourself, not you watching TV, not you on the phone, not how do you get to build a healthy, loving, revered, empowered, trustworthy relationship with anybody? How do you do it? You, you got to invest. Well, that for sure. But you have have to invest. You have to invest. Hey, you and I have developed like the most incredible friendship because we invest, mm-hmm. right? We invest, we exchange, we talk, we move through things. If you know what I mean? It's like, so we, there's trust, there's respect. Mm-hmm. We've, you know, you, so what makes it, where did we all of a sudden think that it's like, it's, we don't need to do that with ourselves, Right. And I, when I say, where do we think, by the way, it's because we've never been groomed to think that we need to do these things with ourselves, right? Again, myself included, growing up, you know, it's not like, hey, now just go spend some time with yourself, you know what I mean? Right. It's like when it wasn't like that, you know, but the truth is, is that if you really want to cultivate this empowered, you know, revered, healthy, loving, trustworthy relationship, which by the way, this is something I know, you know, I always talk about and love talking about, so maybe we'll pull on this thread, but you want to know, you want to hear your intuition. You want to feel your intuition. You want to hear that voice more. Well, you got to, you got to go in. You have to be willing to sit with yourself, to be able to take in that voice, to feel it, to acknowledge it. And when you do, everything changes in your life because the more that you turn the volume up on you know, the more that, first of all, you, you, you do this investment work with yourself and, you know, you start paying attention to your intuition, respecting it, you know, allowing yourself to actually move from it, which then turns up the volume on it even more. It just, it, everything changes everything. Um, 
there's yeah i well i love that there's a lot there's a lot in there <laughs> um so we can pull on that thread for sure yeah. um and you know that um relationship with ourself uh is is just it's I don't know. It's a fascinating thing to see, like how it plays out um, further and further, and both internally and you know. And you're, and you're right. Like, well, this is the question I was actually going to ask. I didn't. I wasn't sure if I wanted to transition to this next question so much right away. But it's sort of like, you know, you hear me talk about fear versus intuition a lot. Fear versus like you're you're knowing. You just kind of know. And that is a game of trust mm-hmm. with yourself. Mm-hmm. And you have to have a relationship with yourself to really trust yourself. And fundamentally, you see why out on the external, people are playing out what, you know, oh, she wasn't trusting, he wasn't trusting, they did this, they did that, business this, cheating in that, and whatever it might be. And it's like, there's a lot more going on internally that's missing from the relationship with themselves because um, you have, like, how do we know how people are going to be? Well, watch the relationship they have with themselves and their character. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so they, there's that, that part first, which is like, they have to inevitably trust in themselves. Well, how do you trust in yourself? You have to have a relationship with yourself. How do you have a relationship with yourself? Well, you have to really understand all the things that we've just previously said. And then to be able to understand the difference between fear and intuition, because I would love for you to like, you know, I'm sure you get, a lot of the women you coach, especially the fear of letting go, the fear of stepping into their greatness, the fear of doing something completely different, the fear of leveling up, the fear of anything Mm -hmm. and how that's directly correlated to a trust fall with yourself, with your, and with your soul, you know, and I've even recently even said trust fall with God, but like trusting in yourself, like having that relationship to be like, I, and, 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 you know, and I also think you, you fall enough times after a while you're like, I definitely trust myself because this has happened before several times when I put the power away from me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes the pathway there is by taking the path that is not that, you know, for you to then learn, Oh, wait, okay. You know, you need that contrast to understand next time I'm going to say yes to, you know, myself in that directive that I was getting that I was too afraid to move from, you know? So it, you know, it it really, it, it could, Going that way can also be serving. It just depends on your perspective of it. It depends on, are you asking the questions? Right there. Depends on how, what, what do you do with that piece of information? Right. That's it. Right? Yeah. It. Well, uh, just, uh, not to cut you off, but I love no, that. No. I love that because it's as quick. Like I tell people, you want to disarm like something crazy right away? Like go right in for the question. What are you worried about? Like, what are this? What are that? Like, what's going on? Like ask the question, just ask it. Just ask it, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and I saw, you know, I was, I was interviewed on a podcast where they were, I broke <laughs> down. I was like, like, okay. I was like, you know, the woman who always says like, you know, uh, not always, and I'm not generalizing just I, this particular person, we were using a, a person that she knew that said, you know, how they felt about men are always this. And I said, we could actually disarm that right away and say, okay, what happened? Like what happened when it first started? Let's just talk about it. What happened? Well, this happened, this yeah. happened, this happened. It's like, cool. Got it what didn't you like about it? Well, everything. What would you have rather it happened? Oh, well, I would rather this, 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 and this. Like, sounds like some values and some needs. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, like, okay. So you can identify when it's this or that. Well, yeah. 
if you identify that it's that and you don't like it, then you know now as a baseline in the future, don't do that. Right. And right. that is it. You, you know, and I get it. There's, you know, I know there's yeah. a lot of other people who want to take it into like, let's deal with the traumas. Let's do all this other stuff. Honestly, though, honesty and getting right into the heart and asking those questions actually can disarm decades of trauma when you mm-hmm. just address it with questions. Like, let's just observe. Let's just examine how it began. <laughs> and let's maybe look at what would be ideal. Yes, that's so, so good. So powerful. Right? Yeah, no, you know, it's like, first, if we just all understand that, you know, when you hit a hard spot, it's not over. Right. Is it over? <laughs> I'm it's still over. here. Like <laughs> one of my favorite, you know, like Rocky's like a life hero of mine. And I always have that, like, I didn't hear no bell, right. you know, no, you know, until you're out of here, you're continuing on. So this is why judging it's like, Oh, have you concluded? Is there, are we done here? Because I don't think we are. And when you understand that very deeply that we're not done, I mean, I, you know, in my moments of like, where I'm on my knees from a challenge, you know, that is something that keeps me going. It's not done. This is not over. This is just a moment. I just got to figure it out, keep going, whatever I got to do. But so many times it's, 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 or it's so often rather that, you know, an individual can get so stuck and I get it. Like, you know, some of these blows from life can be very debilitating. So I'm not undermining, you know, and I know I come from challenge, you know, but I do know that, you know, conversely, if you keep this up in mind to this reality, this truth that it's not over unless you decide that it is. And then that's, that's another conversation. You know what I mean? But it's so, um, it's so valuable. Just, just what you shared this, you know, the ability to just stop and to ask these questions again, like that's a theme obviously in this, you know, conversation we're having, but it really is, it's, 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 it's golden here because again, like back up, you know, when it first came out, it's like, there's not much questioning, you know, of, of self, you know, that that's actually happening and not from a place of curiosity so that I can learn, look, this is maybe a value to share with your audience, but <laughs> this came to me. I don't even remember like years ago in writing, you know, morning ritual time. It was like, man, everything, it's my journal, everything in life, it's all just information, right? So food's information, sun's information, um, your training is information, your sleep is information, obviously the news is information, this conversation is information. What separates, separates us as individuals from my perspective is twofold when it comes to the information. Number one, it's the information that we choose to participate with, to ingest, to exchange with, right? I choose this food. I choose to sleep at this time. I choose, you know, to, to read this book, um, etc. The other aspect that makes us individuals is the information that we don't choose. Q 2020. I didn't choose that. And what an individual does, how they react or respond to that information that they did not choose, right? Those two aspects really 
are what shape us as individuals, I believe, right? So it's so important to understand this information concept that is life because if you understand that everything is just information, then when you do hit these hard moments and, you know, shit doesn't feel good or you're challenged or whatever it is, they broke up with you, whatever it is, you're collecting information. You're collecting information about yourself. You're collecting information about your life. When you collect this information, and I'm not trying to make it sound robotic, it's if we don't have emotions to process, you know, while we're collecting this information, we absolutely do. But if you can understand the concept, number one, that it's not over. Number two, it's just information. And we get to decide what do we want to do with this information? Is it information that we can play with, expand on to get better, to, you know, do better? Is it information that we need to kind of um, transmute into another form of energetic information, whatever it is, but, but the, really the power is within you and you get to decide, you know, what do you want to do with this information? But it's, just information. You know, well, and it's, it's a great point you bring up because when information comes in, you know, it's got a lot of different looks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's got a lot of different feels. It's got a lot of different looks. It's got a lot of di- like, and again, this kind of goes back to the deepening of the relationship with yourself because you start to have a different kind of perspective and understanding of the information that's coming in versus mm-hmm. how it you know, used to maybe affect you even more. It's going to affect you easier when you are more disconnected, period. At any level, whether you are a newbie in this world or you are like a thriving CEO of your Fortune 50 company, whatever. Yeah. If you are disconnected and information comes in that you, that's like all over the place, like, and you're not ready for it, you know, and I think this is where you see everything from midlife crises happen to existential crises to identity crises to, I mean, pick a crisis, you know, a crisis of, or of sorts. And but um, but that, you know, having a relationship with self and having a relationship with the information coming in and to your point, exact point, like, what do I want to do with this information? What is serving me what is not serving me? where do i even relate to it do i even relate to it because i may not even actually relate to it in fact there's a lot of times you may not relate to it and you're like you know <laughs> what not mine not yeah. mine for me to be a part of but yeah. i'll allow you all to work through it i'm right here uh as a cheerleader <laughs> not a <laughs> you know like you guys got it solved good luck you know but you know you'll get it solved so i think it's it's so important to have a relationship like you said with the information that comes in and decide what it is you'd like to do with that information that data because otherwise um it can really rule our world when it has no place yeah exactly and it's just understanding mm-hmm. that you are not necessarily the information <laughs> creating yeah. that separation because this is also how you can start to live more from the space of not taking things so personal And we know that there's a lot of benefits to not taking things so personal in in various, you know, um, scenarios in your life. Right. So, cause yeah, no go. No, but I I love, cause you know how I feel about taking things personal, you know, and, and it's, it's true. And cause I, I used to a lot more. Um, it didn't matter that it wasn't like my fault or I initiated something. I just would take it personal because you're like, damn, like, you know, it's, we cannot expect people to move like us. You cannot, Mm -hmm. you cannot. 
and placing that uh, false expectation on other people, like people are going to be people, humans are going to be humans are going to be humans. Like they're always going to do their mm-hmm. own thing and we want them to do their own thing. Um, and so having a relationship with not taking things personally is a huge um, game changer, like all around. So I just, I had to throw that out there real quick. Like, I'm glad. Oh no, yeah. It's, it's so good. Because otherwise. Well, because it's major. It's, it's you, the other, otherwise you're just, you're so fragile, you yeah. know? You're yeah. fragile. We're, and that's not what you're here to be. You know, you, you can't move through not this life, you know, with, with this fragile state. So, you know, and also it keeps you in a place of accountability and of ownership. And that's very important. That's always a big part of the conversation with me. You know, this is personal empowerment. It's like one of my favorite quotes. It's, it's a chop from this expanded quote, but you know, a pointed finger is a victim's logo. Mm. It's like, man, oof, oof. <laughs> it's just like, even at times when I have every right to point the finger, I'm pointing it at me because here's why I there's in the pointing it at me, it gives me an opportunity to ask myself the fucking questions, ask myself the questions that will invite me to investigate myself, the situation, the information and then decide what do I want to do with this? Well, that, that part right there in the investigating part, I was just taking some notes on that. It was, uh, you know, you can have fun with the data coming in, like investigating. <laughs> like, some people are like, uh, you know, investigating, like, Oh, I don't have time. Like I, or I'm, or they get very, you know, nervous. And I'm like, no, like what I've noticed as I've done it. So instead of taking something personal, I'd be like, Hey, so-and-so curious, why is that the first mode of operation that you just, like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to understand the situation. So it immediately moves right off of me. Like, why is that the first like entry point that you went right there? And by the way, it's fascinating because you can stop everything in its tracks and be like, well, I just felt like, I would like to know how you felt. How did you, no, and and all, and and you can actually, and well, I moved, I moved away from condescension into sincerity by not taking it personal because I had to practice like, cause you know, you're already being attacked. So you're like, you know, you want to, but when I started actually asking like, Hey, like, like, let's talk about like what, so yeah. How were you feeling? Like, how were you feeling? Oh, I was feeling this. I was feeling that. I'm like, cool. So you were feeling a certain way. Like, yeah. And I'm like, cause a second ago, it sounded like you were saying I was feeling a certain way. That's, you know? So, yes. so that's why that natural investigation, it's really just communication as well. It's a communication internally and it's communication externally. You're just basically saying to the other person or in a situation like, why is that what came out right now? And yeah. it also allows the space, by the way, for your point about like, you know, not pointing the finger because it would be easy. It is very easy in that point to be like, it's the easiest thing. It's the easiest, but we have to, if we want to resolve a lot of things in general that don't have to escalate ever, removing the judgment enough to say like, what's going, like, why was that what you just had to say? Why is it, what, like, how did we get, how did you get there on that? I want to, I want, I'd like there? to learn. How'd you get there? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It opens up a conversation well, it, it, it puts you actually into a conversation and takes you out of an argument. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Yeah. And then, and it disarms everybody. Again, that's why I say the heart is actually honest. And people are always like, oh, my heart yeah. got hurt. I'm like, your ego got hurt. Your heart did not. Like your heart's like, hey, this may sound awkward. 
And I realized maybe you're all thinking this isn't the time. It's a business meeting, whatever. Why did that like get there? What just happened? You know, it's like you could just just stop it right then and there. And people would just be like, wait, what? And you're like, yeah, exactly. Let's talk about that. <laughs> it takes it takes a lot of it takes a lot of does self-control it takes a lot this is where you know self-mastery you know it's self-mastery is comprised of a lot of things um but one of the aspects of self-mastery that i focus on that really pertains to what you were just saying is like emotional discipline do you have emotional discipline to stop you know to not move from that you know argument you know energy and the pointing of a finger and even if you're in a moment of frustration and you're feeling, you know, all of that energy, you're angry, whatever, like, can you just breathe and just go, okay, acknowledge, but let me open up the space to actually see, to investigate like what's going on here. But all of this, Matt, that we're talking about, number one, (laughs) there's no, you know, magic pill here. This is, you know, a practice of self you know, of, of doing the things that bring you into a deeper state of connection with self. Right. Um, and it's, it's a process. So, you know, the, the point though, really is like, we're talking right now about, you know, interacting with others, but driving it back to the main point is that you're never going to be able to execute and operate from that space that we were just talking about. If you don't cultivate this relationship, relationship with the, within yourself. If you can't be investigating yourself, asking yourself the questions, sitting with your own emotions, not becoming all the emotions, like everything that we've just been sharing, right? It's so important. So the value, you know, and so it's actually really a good point to say that like, listen, all this self-work can sound very selfish, like time to you know, invest in myself. I don't have time to meditate, to journal and to ask myself the questions and to do all the things, you know, I, it's, but listen, you know, you can never, ever show up in your greatest potential, your, you know, a full expression of self where you are actually able to be present, to be generous, to be empathetic, compassionate, loving, open, like all the things um, for anybody outside. If you aren't tapping into this within your own self first, if you're not making Making space to do this work to come into self. So I say it's the furthest thing from being selfish. It's 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 a responsibility um, that you know that you have to this one life that you you know at least in this physical realm um, that you that we're all living in. You know, to thy own self be true. <laughs> right that's like, like no a hunt like it yeah it's it's accountability and mm-hmm. again you know uh we weren't necessarily taught that as as children and it's like um we get the society gets busy being busy and you can do more in less time you can't you do have time to meditate and pray and journal you do have time to do the healthy activities for your body. You do have time to put good food in your body. You do have time to read. You do have time to discover and you know have a life and do all of these things. In fact, I would actually argue you'd have more of a life and more time from doing the things that put you first because then you are able to um, 
you get rid of a lot of things, waste that you don't need, mm-hmm. uh, wasted time, wasted things, wasted everything. Mm-hmm. You end up actually knowing what you're doing with your time. So you actually seemingly have more of it. And you know, I've talked a lot about this. I mean, mm-hmm. I have my afternoons and evenings are free every day. Yeah. Yeah. And yet, you know, but I work from about 4.30 in the morning, five o'clock to about 12, 31, mm-hmm. you know? Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, afternoons are like, if I want to just catch up on some of the admin or some meetings, but it's like, you know, or just try to even get ahead a little bit or like, you know, refine the process, if you will, because yeah. I am in the middle of refining my processes a lot from when I slip. And yeah. so um, it's an interesting thing about time. And mm-hmm. um, so when people, I hear people with excuses, uh, like, oh, I don't have time for this. And, you know, they, or, and, and I get it. Like some of them, like, you know, we don't have families per se, mm-hmm. um, you know, our, our own, I mean, but like, yeah. um, I get it when others say, well, I have this and I have that. I'm like, well, just out of curiosity, I'm like that person over there with the eight children, um, I'm just curious why they're thriving and have time and they're doing well and they seem at peace and they seem very healthy. Like you're going to have then change your hours, understand like, what can you change? What can you do differently? You know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, and by the way, our businesses <laughs> are babies <laughs> that are, that don't ever seem to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> so in fairness, you know, um, you know, That's I'm like, so I have a, for, I have a forever, like one-year-old that yeah. likes, I'm on year nine. I'm like, wow, still a one-year-old. Got it. So got to change know? your diapers. Like, great. You know, so, again? Yeah. yeah. So, no, and, and, so and I never, good. and I never want to separate anybody. Like, I, you know, that's my model, totally. right? It's like, you know, I no. get it. Some people have businesses. Some people have uh, businesses plus families. Some people have your nine to fives plus families. Some people are like managing five companies by themselves. You have every kind of dynamic out there. But the point being is that everybody is busy, mm-hmm. but is everybody intentional? Everybody has a life. Everybody has a life. It just comes down down to what your standards are, what you value and how that's showing up in your life, you know, and realizing that, you know, we all are allowed (laughs) to have a life that feels good. Yes. We live in a physical realm. There's, you know, a lot of things coming at us at, you know, every minute of the day that can make it difficult to, you know, figure out how we can, you know, manage our energy and our time. But look right away. Like if you just, if you already think that you're time poor, okay. It's the same thing as money. Like your mindset is shift. If you, if you, if you're, it's an operation of lack. So if you're time poor, time poor, time poor, I don't have time. I don't have time. It's like, well, yeah, you you don't. But if you start to open, Oh, go ahead. And what's going to happen one day. If you're time poor, you'll be out of time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. And it's just, it's rearranging, you know, priorities and, you know, your, the way that you move through your day so that you can meet these standards that you, you know, you want to assign for yourself that feel good to hold you in your optimal state of well-being and keep you thriving in your life. And, and those values, again, health is a value, family is about whatever it is, like, you know, how is that showing up in your everyday? So yeah, none of the conversation is about separating and like not relating or not definitely. It's not about not being compassionate to, you know, um, the fact that everybody has a unique life that, you know, is filled with numerous forms of challenges. But the invitation here is number one, to realize that you, how you feel in you needs to be and deserves to be a priority. Like meaning how you feel wanting to uphold this feeling within yourself to be, 
you know, full of vitality, to be empowered, to just feel good. Like you want to feel good being you as you do your life. But in order to do that, you have to do this, all everything that we've been talking about here, you know, just to cultivate this relationship with yourself that then translates into a lifestyle that then reflects back to you, your reality, right? Mm -hmm. Starting with you creates a lifestyle reflects back your entire reality. So, you know, I, do the work that brings you home to yourself, to your authentic self, to this empowered self-identity ecosystem. Get clear, like at least start, if you haven't already, start thinking about the evolution of you and this expanded, you know, future version of you. And like, who is that incredible being? Like creating a relationship, because that's, you know, I have a relationship with my future self. I call her my muse. She's my ride or die, my soulmate. But when I said earlier in the conversation, everything becomes different in life is because you don't, you're not moving through life ever alone. There's a reason why I capitalize self. I'm never alone. I'm always with myself. There's always acknowledgement of self. And that is because I have a real relationship with this expanded, you know, uh, expression of myself. So I'm so passionate, you know, about, you know, inviting others. And yes, you're right. Yes, a lot of my, my work is focused on women, but no, this concept here is not just for women, but I'm so passionate about sharing and inviting individuals to step into this, you know, idea and to do this work, to cultivate this vision and ultimately this connection with their future self as well, this expanded the expanded version of their potential of themselves where they are going to be more heart centric, where the intuition volume is turned way up and they can lead their lives from that. Everything feels different. Everything is different because you were moving in synthesis with your expanded potential. And what a fucking amazing way to be creating your life. Right. So. Yeah. An active participant. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> So I was going to ask you, uh, it's a perfect time, you know, uh, can't believe we're actually at the hour and a half mark, but this will be round one. Um, what, uh, with the course, I wanted you to talk about your future self course that you're launching. Um, because these are, um, very transitional times for a lot of people. And, um, I think a lot of people are looking for resources that are, okay, listen, like I have no pro like I've, I've come to understand I need to do the work. So where do we go from here? And so, you know, whether you're speaking to them or a lot of the women that you've already been helping for quite some time and within your community online, um, what, you know, how, like, talk to me about, or talk to the audience about the course. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah. yeah. It's an eight week course. Mm -hmm. um, it starts October 3rd. And there is live coaching. There's, um, I don't do modules. So as a writer, I'm just very, like picky about words um words are an experience they give you an experience i always say words cast spells right so modules just don't i don't resonate with it um also because we don't need more information this is not my course isn't just like take this information put it on the shelf i do core activations we are activating this information the tactics the strategies 
is, you know, the, the ideas that are shared throughout the course. So there are seven core activations. Um, you know, there's a, a community that I built them that is an empowered you know, exclusive space for women so we're active there you get you know a couple months of membership in that as well but yeah you know the course is so special to me Matt because you know this is like core work for me this will be one of the books that I write you know it's because I get you know what do women really come to me for in terms of coaching, but again, my audience is not just women, right? Podcasts, certainly not, but it's always these questions around how do I trust myself more? How do I love myself more? How do I cultivate more self-confidence? Like, what do I do when I'm down and I don't know how to get up? You know, all of the, how do I become healthier? You know, how do I have this kind of vitality, you know, this energy? <laughs> you have to create a relationship with yourself that's going to give you these connections to these attributes, these attributes, self-confidence, self-love. It's going to put you in the arena of life so you can seek the fight in my terminology, right? Like you move towards the challenge. You, you're down on the ground and you took some hit, some hits. Your future self, this expanded version of you is like, here, let me help you get up keep going. That is a truth. That is how it, that is not just my life, but that is how it's been serving the women that I coach who have stepped into this work as well. So this is not just, you know, how do you expand self-awareness? That's all in this course, you know? And I know it's like, I always say the inner shapes the outer. So what I sell <laughs> is the ultimate relationship with your ultimate self. And that's what this course is. So it's, it's not something that you're going to just, you know, move through eight weeks, forget about, no, your whole life will be changed because you cannot unlearn this stuff. You will never not be able to, once you cultivate this vision of self and you start to really embody and create this relationship and synthesize with this expression of self, there's you, how do you, you don't go back from that. You can't. So yeah. You know, my future self's like, you want some water? <laughs> like, here you go. You know, here's a towel here's a towel you want some water like yeah yes. all right like right in the corner just like, like here like, ice on the back of the neck i Come feel on. yeah right i feel like i feel like my my future self sitting there like mm -hmm. okay okay let's no, see do what do i use in this moment on him that's going to work in this exact moment i have the funniest funniest and you'll get it because we're both you know same age basically um do you remember, do you remember in Karate Kid for our 80s, our yeah, 80s people here? So do you remember when um, Daniel is going to do the crane kick? Mm -hmm. And it's like a very, it's the highest critical moment of the movie, right? And like right. The, the music and the, the, the camera, the way they're showing just Daniel's eye. And then they pan over to Mr. Miyagi. And you see Mr. Miyagi like staring at him with his heart. And he just shakes his head like, because he knows he's going to do the crane kick, you know, yeah. like go. I have seen my future self giving me that look in moments where I'm <laughs> just good. like, <laughs> that's actually oh really God. good. Like, I'm, it's so true yeah. though. Like I see her like go Roxanne. And I'm, that's what I'm saying. You know, what's so cool about that moment. I have chills like nonstop thinking I mean, about that moment. I, I, you know what, I, what's so cool about that moment is um, it's because when it was taught, it was sort of like, you'll know when to use it. 
I just was like putting that together right now. And I was like, and sure enough, like there's this moment where it's like life happens. And yeah. like Mr. Miyagi looks at him and goes, it's time. Like, it's you know, it's, it's like a very like, you know, you'll know what you know when you know, but that's why I'm here with you. And so, yes. so I, I like what I, but you're yes. right. That's a very critical moment in the movie. And so, but yeah, that's a good, I'm gonna have to use it's that. Like funny, you're gonna my, see. You're myself like, will like look over at me, but like use the, use the crane, go. use the crane kick. <laughs> You know, uh, but again, this, uh, if, if we're having this relationship with ourselves, it, it can't, that's where it can be fun. You know, like you said, it's like, Hey, you know, putting the ice on the neck, you're like, Hey, yeah. you'll be okay. You're going to be all right. You're going to be fine. And, you know, and don't, and for anybody listening, don't let the bad version of you kick in and be like, get your ass up, do this. It's like, well, hold up. I mean, like, you know, it doesn't, if it's a boot camp style that works for you, whatever, but like, usually there's a confidence in for me at least there's a confidence in future knowing that isn't really sweating the small stuff yeah. it's just like you're gonna get up because you have to so what do you need in this moment to like make that happen because really you're gonna have to like that's there really isn't another option so let's move that way versus like the you know beaten down on yourself even more like i think mean, that that inner critic can kind of sometimes take over and by the yeah. way there's, and there's nothing wrong if there's a boot camp version that's like because you know there's there are times where the 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 discerning future matt does come in and be like hey listen i'm be honest with you this is how this is this is some things that you need to do next immediately the, this is what has to take it has to has to happen and, and you've got this you know so there's that there's very it's very discerning it's very like business savvy or it's very life savvy or very kind of you know but it's grounded it's rooted it's like it's because it's in a knowing it's not like you know you're 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 well i know i love listening to it because it's so clear that what i want to offer you here because it's so similar and you know with this expression of myself my muse she is so stoic so she doesn't have to execute from you know to make her point to guide me um it never needs to be from this kind of brute force. Um, in fact, there are so many moments where, you know, in, I've, I meditate and this is, I really channel her and, and get into conversation with her, but, you know, I've gone into meditation and I've had my mornings where I'm like low vibration, like whatever, like something's, you know, happening. And it's really profound because she's never there with me. She's always in this stoic, you know, composed, just really just Zen state. And so this is where I know that I'm, <laughs> it's deep. I'm, I'm communicating with my soul. Mm. I'm communicating with the voice of my heart because my soul and the voice of my heart, they're not frantic. Right. They're not exactly. shaken. And exactly. that's what I love that I know that's why I'm like smiling because you're, you're saying like, you're, you don't have that because I know who you're speaking with, you right. know, like I, right. yeah. So I love that. That's a beautiful offer here. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. When, um, what do you have coming up? Like, so you've got the launch of this course. When is the launch mm -hmm. of the course happening? 26 September. So, so a few days. Up. Yeah few days and then um and yeah, i can put so, i can put the link for the for the yes. ladies that listen yes. to the podcast i would like to potentially join they can you know yes please okay. no thank you so much i appreciate it so much yeah. you're the best yeah i know and it starts um october 3rd 
and first life coaching is October 5th. And again, it's an eight week course and it's going to be a lot of fun. Matt, you know, me, everything needs to be fun <laughs> with me. Yeah. So, well, and I know like doing a lot of this self-work can seem, and there are moments, trust me, there's, you know, there's a whole core activation called the Phoenix effect where I'm inviting you to face your past and, you know, there's certain challenges so that, you know, you're not running from them and you're not letting them harbor inside of you and, and not let you, you know, live into your future self into your fullest potential, but rather learning how you can leverage them to rise from them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, growth in life, the journey of it can be fun, especially when you don't have to do it alone, you know, and you have people who are like, Oh, I'm, I'm in it with you. And yeah. so that's, I think the beauty too, of you doing it in a, in a, this kind of fashion, um, where can everybody online find you? Where can everybody find you online? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> uh, Blackbeltbeauty.com is the mothership to all things course, coaching, queendom, podcast, Black Belt Beauty Radio. So everything can be found there. Roxy Look is my personal um, my personal Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, there's Black Belt Beauty as well. But Matt, I mean, you and I are so close. And so it's, you know, of course, like, I love and appreciate you and just, but I do want to acknowledge you in this space too, that, you know, you, when we first met that it's very true and it was so just incredible to have you on the podcast, many more to come on my podcast, but, you know, I, I said it to you with conviction. I want you to win because you are the real thing because you are a man of integrity because you are a heart centric man creating authentically and really like putting your heart and putting your art it's really one word you know how we roll with it and like just doing you know everything that you're doing to contribute to elevate your community to support others and this is just an example of how you even just support you know the 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 closer people in your life as well so Thank you for having me on for all the love that I'm always receiving from you for inviting women to come into my course. I just, I just, I appreciate you so much. And that's the new outro for the show. So thank you everybody <laughs> for listening. We're out. Peace. <laughs> uh, I, I, I highly receive that. And, you know, I really want integrity to win. I just want integrity. I want, and I want people um, to not have to, um, both myself and the rest of the world put themselves into any kind of a box um, while trying to figure themselves out because you can't figure yourself out from in the box. So they're diametrically opposing ideas. And so I feel like, you know, we have to lead by example, both in value systems and in consistency and doing the work and, and the other things, you know, and so having the you know, so I receive it very much so because I, 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 I like, I genuinely want people to be free, <laughs> you know, I'm just yeah. like in, in, in the embodiment of who they are That's here to do, because I want that for myself yeah. constantly. And I work on that every single day. So mm -hmm. to the entire episode with, with you, which is like, you know, the relationship we have ourselves, like what we want for ourselves, we should, or how we treat ourselves ultimately is what we want or how we treat the rest of the world. So, yeah. um, I say this to every guest, you're welcome back on any, every, any time, um, you know, for like around two, three, four, um, some take me up on that. I love when they do. Um, it's always a fun, you know, round two. So if you, you know, a few months from now, you're like, you know what, 
course. Oh, I got some things to talk about, which I know you do. Yeah. Um, so hey, welcome back on. Thank and um, for everybody listening, blackbeltbeautyradio.com. Blackbeltbeauty.com. Blackbeltbeauty Radio is Blackbeltbeauty.com. Blackbeltbeauty.com, which um, will be in the show notes. So you go there. That's like the mothership to all of our other brands until she launches several other brands or the (laughs) Roxanne. Tell you all more. Yeah, exactly. But Roxy, look, R-O-X-Y-L-O-O-K on Instagram. She is like me and several other creators, which is we answer our DMs. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, she's busy. So everybody just, you know, give her a moment if she doesn't right away. Um, but, uh, definitely reach out to her, especially, uh, ladies, if you're interested in the uh, upcoming course that the link will be here as well too. Um, and you know, if you get to this and it's like, you know, later in October or, you know, mm-hmm. November, still reach out to her. Um, yeah. she, I believe It'll you'll relaunch. Be, yeah, you'll be in launch, but you will also maybe, you know, entertain this as a several, several runs with this. So, um, Absolutely. so everybody, you know, be sure to just just connect with her through DM if you have any questions. Uh, Roxy, I appreciate you being on the show. Thank I you. Appreciate you so much. Thank yeah. you so much. Absolutely. So, so much every- fun. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, we go on tears. So I know. <laughs> um, so for everybody listening, uh, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for uh, six years of this show and all the ratings and the reviews and you guys tuning in and watching the numbers go up is pretty cool. Um, not that I hadn't expected that. Of course, of course not. Because my future self was like, bro, yeah. we already know where this is going. But it's a fun thing to watch when you have your people who, um, you know, started with you, people who got there in the middle, and then the new people coming in, they all like cr- create this bigger and bigger community. And that's fun to watch that actually all come together. So I appreciate all of you guys. Please continue leaving the ratings and reviews. It means a lot to, uh, it means a lot to me. It actually means more to Apple, to be perfectly honest with you, because they, they, <laughs> They, they actually spread that, you know, even further. And I would love more people to, you know, have access to the messages that we talk about here. So oh I appreciate gosh. you guys. And, uh, you know, for Roxanne Safai, for myself, Matt Goddisman, for The Hustle Separately, we are out. Mm-hmm.